We're very thankful today to be joined on the phone line by Dale Ritzel and Wade Halva. Dale is a uh, retired professor of public health from Southern Illinois University, Carbondale, and Wade Halva is a coordinator with Faith in Place. And we're going to be talking with them today about the Illinois Bright Neighborhoods Program. This is the type of program that when it is explained to you, you say to yourself, uh, you know, that is too good to be true. And so we want to talk it through so that people can explain that uh, the benefits of it are are real. And so uh, I'll begin by going to uh, Dale Ritzel. Dale, thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you for having me be here today. So Illinois is very uh, active in promoting solar and uh, green energy. And the Illinois Bright Neighborhoods Program uh, falls in line with that activity and the incentives there for uh, folks who fall into a certain income level. And so with that set up, I'll let you uh, sort of outline what we're talking about here. Well, I, I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, and, and probably all reality is Wade has a lot more knowledge about this than, than I do, but I'm more than happy to talk about it. But Bright Neighborhoods Program was a part of the Illinois Solar for All program, which which was actually something that developed as as a result of the Clean Energy Jobs Act that was passed a little over two years ago. And and one of the things with the uh, Bright Neighborhoods Program is, is trying to uh, find a way to help uh, income-eligible participants in selective communities to save money on electric bills with affordable solar installations. Uh, in Illinois, we they set up three areas, three communities that uh, that are eligible to participate in this program. One is the West Garfield Park in Chicago. Uh, the other area is Waukegan. And we've got one down here in Southern Illinois called the Carbondale Marion area, which includes, you know, Murfreesboro and, and all the communities within Jackson, Williamson, and Johnson counties. Uh, people who, who are eligible to, to participate in this. So that's generally the, the overview of this. And the thing that stood out to me so much, and we'll go to Wade Halva on it, is that you can potentially get a solar array put on your home. You can get a new roof put on your home. You can get electrical updates to your in-home electrical, all at no cost to you um, through this program. Wade, is that right? That, that's the basic outline of it. If you meet the income criteria, um, and the program is statewide, Bright Neighborhoods is just targeting our area down here right now. You can have solar panels put on. It has to be zero down, so you don't have to pay anything up front as a resident. And it has to save you about 50% of the supply of the, of the cost of your electric bill if we put panels on. You'll probably have a monthly payment, but it'll be less than your electric bill. And at the end of the term, um, and that kind of varies by the vendor, there will be a handover of the panels um, to you. We've often seen those handovers be either $0 or $1, that sort of thing. Sometimes you have to have a legal criteria met uh, to transfer property. Um, and so it's a great way, if you qualify, to uh, go solar, reduce your cost of operating. 
We do have some pilot programs and some funds available to help with roofs and electrical work as well. That all kind of depends on exactly what kind of shape you're in and how much it's going to cost. We may not be able to, to fund that whole overhaul, but we can get you a lot closer as part of the program. And where can someone go to view the income requirements and the details? All of that is on the Solar for All website, which is www.illinoissfa.com, I believe, um, and check income eligibility. I can tell you right off the bat, Will, that the eligibility for a family of four in Jackson County is if you make $60,700 or less, you're going to qualify, and a single individual in Jackson County is at $42,500 or less to qualify. Is there such a thing as a home that just won't work for solar for, like, because of the way that the, uh, you know, the the roof uh, is situated or something along those lines or, you know, there's too many trees around or something like that? Yeah, I mean, there are some that it doesn't financially make sense to do because there's too much shade or it can't be oriented correctly to gather enough sun. And the approved vendors in the program do all of those calculations. If somebody's in that situation and they're still income qualified, there's also a community solar aspect to the program that won't save quite as much money, but does not involve any panels on the building, but is more uh, sponsoring a, a solar farm and getting your electricity from them. Um, so there's still a way to save if you're a renter or if your home has a lot of trees that you're not willing to give up or some of those things. Let's say that you're a landlord and you own 10 houses and, you know, your income is $280,000 a year, but the people living in your rental units may be making $38,000 a year. Uh, right. could, could somebody like that, should they kind of take a look at this program as well or would they qualify they should we do have a program for for the homeowner program is also kind of the building owner program so if the the occupants the renters of the building meet the in, income qualifications then we can look at that if it's a multi-unit building you know like if you had 10 units all in one building that's a slightly different program sometimes than the other ones uh to meet criteria it's a percentage of occupancy and so we'd have to check on that but it's definitely worth checking into but the one thing that is pretty clear to me is that if you meet the income requirements it is quite likely that you could have a solar array put onto your home and cut your power bill in half yes yes our biggest challenge in this area is that right now this program is really only available to Ameren customers because that's the investor-owned utility that's regulated by the state. And the co-ops and municipal power companies have not opted into this program. So we do really need you to be on Ameren for this program. We may be able to work with folks on a co-op, but it's, it's a little harder and a little more complicated. I'm joined today by Wade Halva. He is with Faith in Place, coordinator of that group, and Dale Ritzel, a retired uh, professor of public health from SIU Carbondale. Dale, as you're listening to myself and Wade uh, talking this issue through, what's coming to your mind? Well, what's coming to my mind is the fact that I, 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 if you own a home and 
and and your income, as uh, Wade was mentioning, is at or below a certain level, it's something really to go to the web page, fill in the information that that will will determine whether you're eligible or not. The 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 group that's over overseeing this is uh, Up South Energy, and and they will take a look at your information and. And, and maybe ask you some more questions, but uh, it, it's really simple. If you've got a, a, a internet, you to go into this webpage and just fill it out. It, you may find out you're not eligible, but at least if it, you've made the attempt to see whether you are. And, and I know some uh, younger people recently that bought a home and, and, and their income isn't so great right now, but they're, uh, they are taking a look at this as a, a possibility because they have an interest in in re- reducing energy costs and 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 taking a look at solar energy. So it's, it's something. Uh, other year uh, might be eligible in the long term or not. I would still take a look at this and and as I think a key thing here, as Wade mentioned, is that you have to be on Ameren and and most of the towns and cities in in the Jackson, Williamson, and Johnson uh, counties are do have Ameren as their uh, major source of electricity. So check it check it out. And it is important to note that there is sort of an enrollment window that is open now, I believe, through the end of November. Is that right? Yeah, it is November 30th is the deadline for, for this round. So, yeah. Let me just clarify that for a second, Will. That's, that's the window for this pilot program, Bright Neighborhoods, that's targeted. People can keep on filling out and requesting information on Solar for All for residential. It runs year-round. So if they, if they miss the November 30th cutoff or whatever for bright neighborhoods, they should still go check this out. Yeah, there's still plenty of programs. It's just that this specific one targeting uh, Jackson, Williamson, and Johnson counties uh, is has this enrollment period between now and November the 30th. Did I say that right? And that's just to show interest. That's not to get it all done. That's for folks to sign up. Right. And so, you know, you can't hurt by asking and becoming more informed. When I was a kid, I was more into He-Man than G.I. Joe, but I didn't know that G.I. Joe said knowing is half the battle. And so we want to uh, we want you to be like G.I. Joe with this program and, uh, and know and find out uh, whether or not you could – because who, who doesn't want to save – uh, you know, 50% on their income, uh, or rather on their um, utility bills. I mean, it just uh, makes a lot of sense to do it. Uh, that website again where people can find out more? www.illinoissfa.com, or if you search for Illinois Solar for All or Illinois Bright Neighborhoods on, you know, your favorite search engine, it should pop up right away. Wade Halva with Faith in Place and Dale Ritzer, uh, Ritzel, retired uh, professor from SIU Carbondale. We thank you both so much for your time. Thank you.